Hello and welcome to a special football edition. New Premier League season is amongst us. We all excited, all gassed. I'm back with my Back of the Net podcast and this is where I'm going to start. I've got my two boys with me today. Hasib, Nick, introduce yourselves, boys. Uh, Nick, do you want to go first? Cool, cool. Yeah, my name is Nick. Um, Man United fan. Obviously a Cockney Red Londoner. Um, yeah, I've been working with these boys for time and uh, always chatting about football, so excited to be on the podcast. Also, I created a page for anyone who's interested on Facebook called The Cop versus the Stratford and Banter page, which is Man United and Liverpool fans. But anyone is welcome. And we are close to 25,000 followers. So Jeez, if you guys fancy man. a bit of banter on, uh, on Facebook, yeah, join, join in. Even if you're Chelsea Arsenal fan, it doesn't matter. Just uh, join. But yeah, that's, that's me. Yeah, my, my name's Hasib. Um, last season, I started with actually Matt's advice and just his inspiration. I started my own little channel. Um, small in numbers, not 25k just yet, like Nick's. Um, it's called Premier League Symptoms, and I've just thought join Matt and obviously Nick and just have a general discussion about what pretty much has had been happening this weekend. So, I guess Matt's going to do the questions, and we're just going to roll with that. Yeah, listen, it's been a mad start. Obviously, we're FPL lovers as well, but we'll save that for another time. Um, but yeah, bro, what do you lot, what do you lot think, man? Let's start. Let's start with Arsenal because that was the first game. What do you think about that performance, man? Uh, you know what? I want I want Nick to go with that one because obviously I'm an Arsenal fan like yourself, Matt, and yeah. we're going to be a bit more biased, I would say, or a bit more passionate in it. I would like someone from like a Man United perspective to actually address that one first and we kind of build onto that as we go along. Yeah, no, good yeah. shot. Yeah, come, Nick. Uh, I might be a little bit biased, man, because like, obviously being a Londoner, like 95% of my family support Arsenal. So <laughs> to them, I'm a letdown that I supported United. But... Um, what happened to I, you, I, boy? <laughs> yeah, I know. My, my brother and my dad supported United growing up, so I just literally followed my brother. But yeah, I'm literally the black sheep of the family. But um, no, um, I've, I've, you know what? I've always had a lot of respect for Arsenal because during the uh, Vieira Keen era, that for me was the deadliest Premier League rivalry that the league has ever seen, in my opinion. Like yeah. just back and forth leagues, cups, and the the rivalry, the fierceness between the captains and the players and the managers as well. So I've always had a lot of respect for Arsenal, even though a lot of Man United fans don't. So it's 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 a, it's a little bit upsetting, I think, if I'm going to be honest. I feel like obviously they're underperforming, but you know I saw similarities with Oli at the start and people were getting Oli's back and people wanted him out and some people still do, believe it or not. But And Arteta, Arteta's obviously got some Arsenal fans on his back from what I can see mm. and like I said it's I feel like he needs more time obviously it's at this point the start against Brentford 2-0 but it's difficult because Brentford are at home the fans are back but the stadium's what a year old so people are buzzing in a new stadium new league against one of the greats of the Premier League so I wasn't surprised with the loss not just because Arsenal were not playing great but because of the reasons I mentioned um but you do feel that something needs to change soon with Arteta and Edu, who, whoever they're bringing in, if they're going to sell Bamiyang, do you need more players? I mean, again, I haven't got that quite knowledge of you boys. With Arsenal, you can tell me more, but mm. I don't want to see them flop. I honestly don't want to see them flop. I want them, you know, I don't want them to finish above United, but I, I happily see them in the top four, like, because Arsenal, United and Liverpool are three teams that have 
for me, done things the right way in terms of building success slowly and winning, not being pumped with billions from oil owners. Yeah. So, yeah, it's, it's been a disappointing start, but it's game one. There's still 37 games to go. It's a long way to go. I think your boys should finish sixth or seventh or eighth, which is poor oh. Oh, by our standard. Yeah. But the league is de- the league is deadly now. But yeah, it's it's, it's been a rough start for you boys. But like I said it's, it's game one. There's 37 to go. Imagine, bruv, like, imagine you're hearing that like six, seven, eight. Oh, I know. That's killing know. me, Matt. That's actually killing me. You know. Yeah, but, I know. Like, I'm not I'm even not... trying to take the mick, man. No, yeah, I know. Like, yeah, I'm not trying to bant you guys. It's it's upsetting, honestly. Mm, mm. What are you saying, Essie? What do you think? I, you know what? I I just think like all this has happened, not just under Arteta or anything. I think it stems back to uh, me and Matt. We spoke about this so many times, like. When we moved from Highbury, which was a bit of a fortress and we done extremely well in gaining trophies, etc. Then when we moved to the Emirates... What a stadium. Uh, I mean, like, literally, Highbury, the atmosphere, everything about it, the feeling, amazing. You're, you're right next to the Too good. Too amazing. Good. Too good. And that's like what you said as well, Nick, like where the rivalry happened between Man United and Arsenal. Like, you know, slim, slim tunnels, everyone's up for it. I mean, it's a Premier League, but it also has that Sunday Sunday League feel to it as well. Rough mm. and tough kind of um, feel to it. But um, mm-hmm. when we moved to the Emirates, I think just the way everything was done, we kind of commercialised Arsenal. And to be honest, it had to be commercialised, just the way football's going in itself. And one of the biggest mistakes I think that actually occurred was when they didn't give anyone above the age of, what was it, 30, 31, yeah. a two-year contract. It was a rolling kind of one-year contract. So you had a group of winners go out of the door and then you had technical kind of Barcelona-ish, Barcelona boys come in mm. who didn't taste any kind of victories, so to speak, to actually challenge in the Premier League. Um, but I think there's a lot of issues with Arsenal, but I think the big one this season is we're just not prepared. That's the reality of it all. Yeah, yeah. Man United, you knew what you were going to get, get from Sancho to uh, Varane as well. It was in the news. It got reported, gossip, mm. etc. And you went and collected. We're linked with about 120 players. <laughs> we're not really getting anyone. And the, the sad reality is for a big club or historically a big club, we're fighting over five, maybe 10 million. Mm. And I just, yeah, I just don't know what the ambition of the board is. Edu, I don't know. I don't think he knows what he's doing. Arteta, he might have a bit of a footballing philosophy, but yeah, it's just not clear, clear cut. I mean, with Oli at least, the first few months, you just wanted to win games. But now you can see you're playing football. You're playing attacking football, fearless football. Mm-hmm. With Arsenal, even if we put the best 11 out there, it's just not good enough, man. And especially, it's not like they haven't invested anything. I mean, I'm not picking on players, but the weekend Pepe played seventy-two million pounds, and he didn't even take anyone on in the whole game. Yeah, yeah. it's madness. Like we bought him in for pace. We bought him in to kind of accelerate going forward, but he didn't show that at all. There's a lot of mistakes. There's a lot of positions that we're trying to fill with the wrong players. And end of the day, I think we've signed wrong players. That like ex-players from Chelsea, for example, who are on top wages and. I can't blame him. I'll do the same. I wouldn't leave. If you're on 200k a week. Weren't you happy when you signed William? Because like he was doing all right. And Hell I no. We was a good signing for you. 
No, no you know I'm what? Not... To be honest, like if we if we gave him <laughs> like on a free on a on a free transfer, if we were giving him say I don't know like a hundred k, a roll on contract, then yeah, it's worth a pop. But again, it's the dealing. You're offering him, yeah, you're offering him two hundred k. You're giving him what was a two or three year deal, and he's one of those players that even when we brought him in, I thought yeah, squad player, FA Cup games. Maybe in a final, just bring him on for the experience in the last 20 minutes to control the tempo of a game because he's been there and he's done that before. But to offer him a two, three year deal on what 200k a week, he's not leaving, he's settled, his family's settled in London. Yeah. I mean, they, they might as well, yeah, just sign every ex player who doesn't want to leave London. Just sign it. <laughs> it's, sign it. Honestly, it's actually <laughs> diabolical, but like I said, from a business perspective, and especially Arsenal used to be really, really good at doing business, I don't know what's happened. I, I don't have a clue what's actually happened from a business so what's Edu's role was Edu's role just sport, identifying talent director, yeah. Or, yeah I mean it's, it's a bit it's not to do with the team. contract stuff is he it's just getting players you know, in you know what a couple of those Brazilian contracts look, do look a bit uh, lucrative to me so listen Brad Bags listen they're not only out for our politicians innit it's involved in football as well, isn't it? So yeah, the, whole, the, the whole William thing for me, yeah, like I don't want to do it too much on William, but the moment we signed him, I was like, I need to know whose agent is. As soon as I heard whose agent was, I was like, we're finished. Because oh, so we know Kia Drepchen's an Arsenal fan, yeah. So he was always gonna do the whole Louise, oh, suddenly, oh, William come over to, to Arsenal, but they were trying to act like it was to make us better. William was thinking, bro, I'm just here because I've got a restaurant with my boy David, bro. Like, I'm yeah, good. and David actually said it. He said it openly. In yeah, you remember? He actually said it with Arsenal, like one of the videos they uploaded as well. Mm. He openly said, I'm here because David told me it's nice. They've got good facility. <laughs> it's relaxed. Basically, William thought, listen, I'm going to Maldives. I'm here. <laughs> yeah, trust me. <laughs> I've, I've done my Kilimanjaro, my Everest. <laughs> I've done it all. Now I need to go for Maldives for two years and just chill. And, 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 and I don't blame yeah, him. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I don't blame him. Same as Peter Cech. I kept telling him, when we signed him, I said, Peter Cech's going to go back to Chelsea. You knew he was. Like, mm-hmm. and it's like we sign, we're signing these agents, bruv, that are finishing us, man. And it's like, <laughs> when are they going to realise at the top that you need to stop doing it? Like, And I won't lie, yeah? Nick, you've been a United fan, so it hurts me saying this, yeah? Oh, God, why am I doing this? Uh-huh. Um, I get jealous. What are you jealous of? I get so jealous when I, you know, everyone says about Ollie this, Ollie. And when people send Ollie at the wall and laughing, yes, I was part of the banner going, oh, yeah, shame. But when you break down what United were bringing in, they were still doing bits. They brought in one Bissaka, who for me, defensively, is probably the best right back in the league, closely followed yeah. by Reese James. You have Luke Shaw that's come up leaps and bounds. The goalkeeper situation is a bit up and down. You know, Henderson or De Gea, you're not sure yet. Maguire come in, cool. 85 mil, whatever it was, expensive. But now he's got a partner in Varane. I'm like, damn, like, that back four now is looking solid. Like, along with Chelsea, yeah. probably the best You know what, Matt? Matt? Exactly what you've just said right there. It feels like Oli looked on the other side and probably Nick won't like me saying this either. <laughs> but your rivals, for example, Liverpool, when Liverpool sold Coutinho, they knew, all right, we've got issues here, here, here and here. Yeah, and that's with United as well. You know, you've had a wing winger issue, so you you bought um uh, Sancho right recently, right? You know, you had a defensive issue. You have bought Maguire, and then you bought Wan-Bissaka. Now you've got Varane on top. 
So you're identifying and highlighting key issues mm-hmm. of the game that you need to do to step to the next level or to compete with the likes of, say, Liverpool City and possibly even Chelsea right now. Yeah, but I, yeah like I agree. I think, because I think, it's, um, it's more of a sorry. footballing brain mentality. It's not yeah, just yeah. go out there, shop headless, and then say, oh, my God, I've spent all my wages on some random crap <laughs> and it doesn't even bloody work. And you can't even return it. That's the sad reality. You can't yeah. even return it. Yeah, I think with um, Oli needs respect as well is his man management skills. Mm-hmm. I think obviously we, we, we spoke about getting Wambasaka in and Maguire in and Varane in. And obviously, you know, Wambasaka has been brilliant. Like he's one of those players that you miss, you notice how good he is when he's not playing. Yeah. And there was sometimes last season we didn't play it right back, and because he does get some stick from United fans because he's going forward, he isn't great, but he's still getting assists and uh, chipping mm. him with a couple of goals. So he's okay, I think that's but... a confident issue, though. I think that's really, really a confident issue. I don't, and to be fair, I don't understand why. Like, if I was him as a player, I'll be like, "All right, push forward, whip it in, just whip it, keep whipping it until one." He's got of... the skills to do it. He's got the pace. He can he's cross got, definitely, and, and he, he's doing he doesn't it. Doesn't need to worry about behind him because if it's anyone, he's like Carl Walker. They yeah. run down like a train. Like it doesn't matter. You could give him ten yards, he'll still catch you and take the ball off you. Mm. So it's, a, yeah. it's more of a confident issue, I guess, with him anyway. But, um, but he's improving. The, but the other thing, yeah. uh, what about this one? I know we're supposed to be talking about the weekend, but as we're talking about United and Arsenal, he's just yelled together quite easily. Mm. Do you think the players at Arsenal don't respect Arteta and the players at United respect Oli purely because of what they've achieved as players? I agree. So Oli's no. pretty much mm. won, won it all. Arteta hasn't actually won anything really as a player besides what, FA Cup, is it? Yeah, I don't think it's just that though, bro. I feel like when we got Arteta, I looked at it and I was like, all right, cool, you're number two at City, whatever. But I was like, it's like he's coming in on a trial. Why are you coming to my club on a trial team? Why are you not doing a Rangers or not to be disrespectful because they are not too bad, Everton, like something like that. Like, I feel like... That's why we're... Really- I think, I'll be honest with you, hmm. Matt, like, even Everton's too high for someone who's just... I think, like, you have to start with your derbies and your Blackburn or, or, Rovers. Yeah, or that's as I said, history. Ranger Rangers, where you used to play. Yeah, like, yeah. Go there. Like, you come to Arsenal, and that's what annoys me. It's like, I don't see Arsenal then- coming out, and why not say, do you know what? Why not go, okay, Conte's there. He's Conte always says, I want this much money a year. Cool. I'm going to get rid of that. But we need a manager that's going to come in and look at these lot that are comfortable and go, you see you, yeah? Nah, you're gone. Like, I want you going to... And that's what about Oli? No, I think with Oli... Oli was at Mould and then he went to United. Yeah, no, but so I like, think with, yeah, but with Oli... I know he was a manager, but still... Yeah, but he had that legend really status. have the background. Yeah, no, and, yeah, and he had that legendary status at United. And I do feel, though, and not this season as much, but I feel when he went on that 18-game unbeaten run when he first come, whatever, I still believe... Yeah. Fergie still had some type I might be wrong had some type of him because I remember there were some games where they said oh Fergie was up in the changing room talking to the lads yeah, yeah. he's got he's got that influence he's he? still I mean, got that influence yeah and I feel like he was guiding Oli but I feel like now it's like Oli this is your team who do you want and I feel he's picking the players he knows what he wants and he's getting them so as much as it's people funny you, it's funny you said it because sorry to interrupt is, um, I think a couple of months ago um, Harry Maguire there was like a charity. No, no, there was a charity event or a book event with Ferguson. Mm. And Ferguson and Harry Maguire was talking to Gary Neville in, the, in one of the Sky Sports podcasts. And they were saying, oh, so you met Ferguson. How did it go? And he said, yeah, it went really well. Gave me some advice. And he said, as we walked out of the room, mm. he just looked at Harry Maguire, pointed towards his head and said, concentrate and left the room. 
So even at what nearly 80 years old and Crazy. not managing anymore, he's still having influence on the team, on the captain, talking to them direct. So yeah, you're right. I think he definitely has influence. But it's Ferguson. I mean, Ollie would be stupid not to get any kind of help. But I think I don't think he's buttoning in. I don't think that's his style. No, he no, no. I wouldn't say buttoning in, but like undermine Ollie. Yeah, yeah no, not to undermine, influence. but the definitely. little bits like you've just said, like that little I thing. Think, yeah, I think like what uh probably the best way to put that is like Ferguson had this philosophy, right? And Ollie's taking on that philosophy, like what it means to play for the badge. Like even if you hear interviews with Marcus Rashford, fair enough, if we went through the academy, etc. But it's all instilled in, in him, like this winning mentality. Uh, fair enough, they haven't done that great in the last, what, seven, eight years. Mm-hmm. But you can see uh-huh. they are stepping it up. Yes. Without any you hate Man United, if you're a Liverpool fan, you can't lie. They are going to compete this year, without a doubt, without a shadow of a doubt. Whether they win the league or not, that's a different question. But I think this season, definitely, the league is going to get tighter. But back to Arsenal on this, it feels like we don't know what we're doing. We don't know, are we following some philosophy that Wenger has? Are we trying to move out, go to Emery, Arteta? It's, we're experimenting way too much and leaving our kind of basic fundamentals or our foundations that we will kind of build upon. If yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, no, I fully agree. And don't you find as well, Nick, you obviously you've been a United fan watching football as well, that mm-hmm. even though as bad as Arson, you know, it ended, whatever, the Arson football was still fantastic. Do you remember the goals we were scoring, the quick pass? You know there? what, man? I actually saw, you know what? I was seeing a couple of games here yeah. the other day, I think when we beat, um, really, obviously, we beat, um, what was it, Barcelona 2-1 at home. Right? I was watching that myself, yeah. <laughs> And even when you see those players, all right, fair enough, they were known as the boys against men, kind of, yeah. but they were extremely technical and they were gifted players. It just feels like we don't have none of it. We don't even have the boys. We've got like the toddlers. Well, we've got we the toddlers and we've got players that for me are just not good enough. Like, obviously, we've been on Arsenal for a long time, so I want to wrap it up with Arsenal, but little players like uh, Mari at the back, I look at him. And I think, why? Like, what? What is he doing? Like, we, you thought Louise was bad in games. This guy is going to cost us many a game. And the other guy, early days, man. No, no, no. But I'm not not even talking from this season, though. I even think last season. Like, let's not forget. Um, who did we play? And he has this thing of he just switches off. And for some reason, our defenders, we have we have games where we're in so much control, and then out the blue, bang, a stupid mistake. Wolves away. Your best defender is Tierney. Huh? Yeah. Would you say Tini's the only defender that's up to scratch? I would say, Arsenal? yeah. Yeah, probably, yeah. Probably, yeah. And, and, and which takes me to my next point, which is, this is why I get so annoyed when I see Saliba and Gwendouzi not there. Because no one can tell me that Oneni and Mari are better than them two. I'm not having it. I'm I agree. I, you know what? I, like, there was another discussion I was just following on YouTube as well. And I don't know if you guys know, but you know... Um, the guy who used to be on AFTV, give him a bit of um, publicity here, but um, AFTV, his name's Mo, and he started his own channel on YouTube as well. Yeah. And he done, yeah, yeah, no, uh, invited a lady called Jess on it. So it's a fairly new channel, and she done a technical analysis on the game itself, yeah? 10, 15 minutes long. One of the best things I've ever heard in my life. Yeah. And she broke it down to every single individual player. And she even said, like, Mari shouldn't even be in the Premier League. If he is in the Premier League, he should be in the bottom end of the Premier League as in terms you. of the defender. Thank so I, I, it's not the right quality, man. And it's supposedly that match cost us a million in bonus just to play him or something. I don't know how true that is. 
So where do you think you boys are actually going to, like, if, if it stays it is transfer-wise, genuinely, where do you boys predict Arsenal to finish? I think if we don't, if we don't sign any more players now, I can see us struggling to get top eight, like, genuinely. Um, uh, yeah, I was, you know what? I was about to say the same thing about at best eight. Yeah. At worst, 13, 12, yeah. 13. The only I can't thing see I, Arsenal in the bottom half, man. No, the only thing That's I don't right. like as well is everyone's... You know, the, the problem with Arsenal is as well, we get bantered about everything. So, for example, like Nick, we talk about it at work a lot of the time when we talk about t- players like Tammy Abraham and whatnot. Generally, when that link comes up, people are like, oh, look at Arsenal signing Tammy. We're signing this and we're signing... But we know what our level is now. But the problem is we're not even signing them type of players. Like, when, look, Tammy was gone Roma now. For example, yeah, thirty-four now, million, good signing. That's what man. I'm saying. So, who we're going to go after now? I'm hearing today they've they've confirmed Ramsdale twenty-eight mil, and you know what I think about my yeah, guy. Yeah. You know, <laughs> I'm not saying he's not good. All I'm saying is, where's the big commanding goalkeeper? Every every club in the league for me has that type of keeper, and we don't. Well, we let him go, in it, Matt. We let him go, didn't we? We had a home Martinez. No, but not even before Martinez. Who was the tall one? Six foot sign. Six foot seven. Matty or something? Um, uh, M- Macy, Matt Macy. Yeah, yeah. He was decent. I wouldn't think he was, he was, he was about Chesney back in the day as well. Chesney as well. Chesney. Listen, if I, Arsenal, if I was Arsenal, if I was Arsenal, if you want to talk about goalkeeper, I know he's probably number one at you, but I would have said, listen, Chesney, come back, bro. Like, we'll give you a little 20 mil thing. We'll sort you out. Like, I think you he's know what? Having said that, if you look at the... If I was a goalkeeper at Arsenal... Hmm. I can't believe I'm saying this. I'll bloody leave because look at the ones who have left and what they've achieved. <laughs> Trust me. <laughs> oh, but it's true. It's, it's true. bloody it's true. true. You leave, you win something. It's true. It's true. Right, Nick, we don't want to be too too biased. We've been talking about Arsenal. So let's talk United, man. 5-1, yeah? 5-1, yeah, man. It was, uh, it was emotional, man. That was just... Result aside, obviously I'll go into the detail, but just seeing the fans back at Old Trafford, like 75,000 full to the brim everyone I mean I think before COVID happened home fans were not always the best highlight there's a section of the crowd that sings and a lot of it's quiet but this time around I've, all the games I've watched not just United but all over the place like the whole stadium singing and it's just you know it, I got a little bit emotional I was thinking oh it's, just, it's good to see the fans I back I agree and, with you mate 100% yeah yeah it's and it's just trust the country outlet, as well. it's an emotional outlet yeah. and you just there it. the fans screaming. deserve it yeah Hundred um, percent. Yeah, it was. First of all, it was amazing to see the fans back. But I'll be honest, man. With pre-season, we had the COVID issue, didn't we? And we had to cancel our friend friendly with Preston. Yeah. And Leeds have not won many because I was looking at their pre-season as well. I think they played in, against Ajax and a few other country, uh, a few other places as well. But they had constant friendlies. Like they had, like I think twice as much as us. And I was thinking, okay, well, Leeds are already a good side. They're probably burning from last season's 6-2 loss, obviously being rivals. Yeah. They're going to be fitter than us. I just didn't see us being fit. Even though our friendly result with Everett Corner was good and we looked good, I just thought, nah, the, the league is different, obviously. I honestly thought we'd be a score draw, like maybe a 2 all or something like that, or I could see them sneaking it. So to win 5-1 and we... You look at the possession stats, I think it was like 50-50. Like you look at the stats, it didn't look like a kind of game that was 5-1, but watching the game, I don't know if you boys agree. Like we we deserved five goals. I mean, the attacking football was good, brilliant. It was free flowing, as you boys said before. Like Ollie's got a plan, and you can see that plan. It's not technical football mm. like a Pep, but it's it's free flowing. <laughs> it's you know 
I was forward you thinking like football as well. Have a good time. Just play football. Yeah, yeah. And it's, it's you can forward see thinking as well. It's forward thinking, Nick. I think that's what... It's man management. It's second to none. Yeah, 100%. It's second to none. pushing forward. Everything was pushing forward. Yeah. Even if you're out, it doesn't matter. Like you, Progba, Bruno Fernandes, they're looking for that pass. They want another goal. They're hungry. And that's, I think, the key difference for United make or break, I think, this season. I don't know if you'll agree, Nick, but... Let's see how hungry these players are. If they are hungry, we have to they challenge. Can win it. They can win it. We've got the squad to challenge. I mean, as much as Oli's progressing and he's doing well, and I'm 100 percent behind him, something needs to happen this season because there is a small percentage of fans that don't want him. And I see their point, even though I'm not on their side. I see their point because yeah. you know we lost the Europa League final. We should have won it. Obviously, when down to penalties, these things happen. Anything can happen in penalties, but he needs to, at the bare minimum, challenge for the title in a sense. If we lose the title, it's within a few points. Or mm. challenge and get some kind of trophy, whether it's the FA Cup. I've got a feeling with it. I know it's, it's a big, it's a big shout, but I've got a really good feeling about the Champions League. Like with Real Madrid and Barcelona, we'd assume they're going to drop. Like, <sighs> it's going to be England. It's going to be PSG. It's going to be Bayern Munich. And with the players we've added in Varane and Sancho, proven footballers. Mm. I yeah, I, I, I could just... see, I could see us going like near the. Near, Probably all the way, but I think you'll go winning. far. You'll go far in the Champions League for I sure. I think you'll go far, but it's injuries permitting. I think United have that team where, like, like you said, certain players where certain players they just can't get injured. Like you can't afford at all to have Bruno injured in the last stage of Champions League because I wouldn't could even yeah. say oh, you'd have a chance against a, a PSG or a Bayern. Bruno has to be there. Has and the to. thing is, his fitness is his fitness is world class. So yeah, I fantastic. I don't think, last I don't think he was so. injured. He wasn't injured last season, was he? Yeah, I don't know. I think maybe a couple of games of small injury. I mean, Maguire got an injury towards the end, but he played a crazy amount of games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think Maguire is really important to the team. I think he's coming to good. He's coming good now. Um, Bruno as well. Uh, Pogba, if he can carry on after his four assists, but we need to sign him up, man, because like. Losing him on a free second time is going to yeah. There's gonna links. Be a bit there's links that um, PSG. It's going to be PSG. No one else can afford five fifty a week for him. Pogba, that is anyway. So I don't know how true that is. They can give him those mad wages because I'm not going to pay for it. Pogba's going to be like, you know what? I'm going to give you a good season, and I think he'll go for free. I think he's going to go for free. I hope not. Rayola. Yeah, it's not got the best. It's not got the best relationship with with Ferguson. I don't know what the situation with with. Ollie is it could be different now, but because mm. obviously we're rumored to get Harlan next summer, and obviously he's one of his um footballers as well. So I'm feeling he's going to sign a new deal because he knows if he goes on a free a second time, there might be like a little clause in there, like a, a little thing in there for PSG. I don't know, but yeah, they lose him on a free a second time, it's not good, it's not good PR for United. And I think they're, they're off the, the contracts on the table, and it's going to be big wages because we can afford it. Yeah, I can see him going. Obviously, to PSG, but I'm hopeful he's going to sign. But can you blame him? You go to a team that obviously not putting United down, but as, as just a general footballing person, Neymar, yeah. Mbappe, Messi now, Bladio, who had ever fought in their life. I'm hearing Messi Ronaldo as well, potentially. Yeah, possibly. And if you've got those people waiting there for you, you're thinking, forget about the money. I know everyone's talking about the money, but just to play in that team will never, ever happen again. I agree. That that but United Absolutely. are getting to that level now. We're getting the big players. I agree with you 100%. You're right. But United are not a, li- a little team anymore. You know what I mean? We've no, got... 100%. I, don't United, think United but no, United I agree never... with you. I agree with you. But United never have been. Pogba needs to... Yeah. We are really have got a squad now to really challenge on all fronts. So yeah. maybe he will just give it that last season and see what happens, like, like Matt said. But I'm hopeful that he's going to sign a new deal, man, because... 
we need him. I mean, the assists, four assists is a record, isn't it? Well, on the you know what? The, the weight season. on the balls, the weight on the balls when he was through balls. Honestly, like, I haven't seen him play like that since that like, World Cup games. But that's really, the thing. I, I love the guy. I, I absolutely love the guy. I feel like when people people sell Pogba this, Pogba that, I just think to myself, do you know what? You lot don't know, man. Like from Juve times, like even when he was at United um, before yeah. he got in, he was still good then. And you could see a good player then. I think he's fantastic. I think he's world class. When he it's, plays consistency. Yeah. Think it's consistency. If he has consistency, yeah. for me, he will definitely become a world class player. If he had consistency. Him and Bruno as well, though. On his day, Martial is amazing. He could take on anyone. He quick dribbling, quick feet, everything. But unfortunately, it's only what five percent, maybe ten percent of the games he played for United. You see that? Yeah, he's he's he's, he's been injured a while. He's not been playing much. Yeah, but yeah. He started but I think the your season main guy well. is definitely Bruno. Bruno all the way. That's going to determine Bruno and Pogba, man. Their their partnership. You can see how they are when they're celebrating. No, hundred percent. Great partnership. They got great, mad great respect for each other. Yeah. I think. Them two could be key, obviously, as well as other players, but Pogba and Bruno are going to be key oh, to about, us winning uh, any trophies sharp, if we do. How sharp did Mason Greenwood look, eh? How about that one? Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah but you know what? One thing I'll give Nick, because we were talking about this at work. <laughs> yeah, wait a minute. Come on. No, no, we were, we were talking about Mason. We were talking about Mason because yeah, yeah. people can say what they want, but Mason's the type of guy, bro, you play him up top, he's going to score. Like, there's no if, buts, maybes. When, he, when he's in front of goal, I really think he's going to miss. He's that good. Left and foot, with, right foot. I have a foot. Foot. Matter, foot as well. And don't you, is it just me or when you see him play up top, don't you feel like you see Van Persie? Yeah, it, there's a lot of comparisons. Elements, there is elements. Yeah, yeah elements. Yeah, like elements. Both, both, okay, maybe Van Persie. Foot, even, yeah. To be honest, even when he takes the shot, technically, especially on the left the power. Foot, you, yeah, yeah power. you see that Van Persie kind of pose. And the thing is, I always find left-footed players always look better anyway. Don't, don't gas yeah, up yeah, well, I know you're left-footed. It's the way they strike the ball left footers, man. It's got a bit of like flair to it, isn't it? A bit. I don't I know what it is, you, but it always looks better. <laughs> we were teaching. Like, Greenwood's, <laughs> Greenwood's been brilliant. He's um, he had a really good preseason. He's played he's played every game. His fitness is up there. So that's how when we were talking about Greenwood in terms of FPL, Matt, we, you know, you just knew he was going to start second yeah. century joining late. And but he just, played up front. Yeah, go on. Yeah, he didn't have a Euros, did he? Obviously. Yeah, so he's fresh. So he's fresh. Yeah, I think it, it, was, it was a big disappointment with the Euros because with this situation he had with um, Foden, you know, when he got caught with the girls. And, yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I think Greenwood went on a bit of a downward spiral there when he was taking out the, the squad. I know Foden was as well. He came back in, but I think Greenwood didn't react the best to it. I don't know if he got the best support from England. So he was a bit of a, bit of a downer. So I'm glad he didn't go to the Euros because he needed time to reflect and look at himself well, he's, and get he's back clearly to taking fitness. it on board though isn't he he's clearly taking yeah, it very yeah. sharp indeed man pushing forward very very sharp very smart much. he's just so smart as well 19 years yeah, old you've got to remember he's 19 years old I think he scored the joint or the most goals in the Premier League as a young as a, as a teenager as well there's still lots to improve but he is he's going to be huge for United I mean mm. I see him up there as, as the next even though they're different types of players I see him as being as impactful hopefully as Rooney in terms of the goals and the trophies, bad. hopefully. Listen, he's still got about, what, 12, 15 years to go, isn't it? Yeah, so, yeah. He's, 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 long, he's long amazing. So along, yeah, along yeah. with United, who are we saying, who are we talking about fellow rivals, man? Like, who, who are we thinking? Liverpool? What, what, what do you think of Liverpool's performance? Salah? Do you know with Liverpool, it's kind of like, we expect him to beat Norwich. And 
I didn't see anything special in that performance. And I feel where it's not. You know why I was just surprised? I think the only, it wasn't even the goal side of it. What I saw, and I, this is a bit controversial. Nick might not like hearing this, yeah? If you yeah. ask someone what was more impressive from a footballing point of view, mm. the Man United victory or against Leeds or Liverpool against Norwich, I think from a psychological moving forward to the season perspective, I think Liverpool was a little bit more impressive purely because they didn't give no goals away. And that was the big question mark. Van Dijk comes back. Arnold I think Van Dijk is a huge, huge thing for Liverpool, isn't he? He's, on his day, he's definitely the best defender in the world. So him coming back is psychologically huge. For and I think that's the I, thing. I've not really Liverpool. What transfers have they made? Have they, have they really built? Do they need they to did. build? But I don't know, man. You know what? They're, they're risking it. I, I'll tell you honestly, like if they're top 11, like the starting 11 are injury-free, they'll do well. They'll definitely yeah. compete without yeah, a shadow for that. But it's a big risk, man. It's a massive risk. And to be honest, they've been getting away few few seasons. But again, when you start playing your Champions League games, FAs, Carlins, Premier League week in, week out, yeah. as fit as individuals are like Mane, Salah, etc., someone is going to get injured. And I think they did say uh, uh, Firmino's injured, right, after that game. Did he get oh, did he? No, wow. I think. I'm not too sure. Double check on that one. But yeah, but I, I was impressed. Salah scoring another goal. Like he's five seasons in a row, I think it is. Four or five yeah. seasons in a row. No, no. I am, I, it's not that I'm not impressed with him. I think like I'm with Nick. I still think like they need something. They need something in this window. I just feel like Thiago's come in and it's, you know, Thiago for the last couple of years has been injured in and out. Don't know mm-hmm. what you're getting from. Don't know what you're getting from Keita. You know what I mean? Like what's he really bringing <laughs> You and know what? Just... Preseason, he was supposed to be really good, though. Yeah, but, what, pre- but he does that every preseason. Preseason is preseason, and yeah. yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying. And I just feel like, like you said, one injury to one of them mm. guys. I know they got Jota, but Mane's just not clicking at the moment. I don't know. It's just too mis- uh, mismatch at the moment. Like, I, for me personally, I feel like the team that I really believe are going to win it. Oh, my girlfriend as well. Come oh. on, say, say, say it, man. Say it, man. I want to hear Chelsea. it. Chelsea. Chelsea. Oh. I really do. No, you know what? I'll tell you what. I've already counted that. Nah. I actually think... I think... You know what? Just based on... I obviously can't base it on one game. But if Man United are on it and they're hungry this season, I think they can nick it. That's what I'm saying. I actually... I, I, actually I, generally, I don't want to say it. Stuff. No, you I, know what it is? How, how desperate and how hungry they are. That's the key thing. Are they yeah. going to... like The way Paul Pogba played, if he could... Sustain that type of performance across, say, seven out of ten games throughout the season, or whatever. He is going to be amazing. Like seventy percent. That's been his criticism, isn't it? He hasn't done that consistently. He's played brilliant in spells, and he's not played badly, but he's either brilliant or quiet. And I think for someone, and the thing is, not that someone he, on yeah. his level, but you expect more in it. It's like Messi. Not, I'm not saying he's like Messi, but if Messi has a bit of a rubbish game, doesn't get assists, doesn't get a goal, you start looking at him, innit? Because you expect yeah. that yeah. from people that that you know, like elite players, really, really good players. But I think United could nick it. I still don't think should, we should count um, City, but I think City's fundamental problem. Are we going to move to City this one because? Are we st- sticking with Liverpool? No, 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 no. Oh, obviously, if that's what you feel like. Before we go on to City, I just feel the reason why I think, say Chelsea is that mm-hmm. United were fantastic, don't get me wrong. But if you watch the Chelsea performance, yeah, they just suffocated Palace, bro. Like they just continued from last season. And with Chelsea, when you watch them against certain teams, I could say to you now, Chelsea versus 
leads, for example, at home. You don't feel like Chelsea are going to concede. Like, that's how strong they are. The back three strong, keepers good, midfield got Kante. And now with Lukaku in front of your Havertz, and I think Werner will come on leaps and bounds this season. I no, feel like where it's less pressure for him and now he's on the left, I feel like he's... Timo. Timo. <laughs> I feel like if they can keep him and they're going to have, what's his name, Ziyech as well, I, I really think they're going to... I think they'll, no, they'll... I agree. Chelsea are definitely going to challenge. There's no doubt about it. No, um, if so, but... Chelsea, City, Man United are top three in whatever order. Yeah. I'm having Liverpool fourth. Um, yeah. But Chelsea, I can see winning it. I think maybe Chelsea, United, top two, maybe. Yeah, I don't no, want to discount right. City after one loss, but if they get Harry Kane as well as Grealish as well... That's, that's what, what we're forgetting. Yeah. yeah, that's what I was just building on to with the City game. What the problem was, they've got the... Te- like. The Barcelona kind of football in, out, looking for the little gaps. It just wasn't working that day, like in the weekend. It just wasn't working at all. And they were swinging a couple of boards in. But I'm like, who are you swinging it to? Raheem Sterling? He's what? Five, four, seven, eight, nine, whatever he is. Mm-hmm. And they need a big presence, someone who can actually hold the ball. Kane up. would be perfect for City, man. He I will literally so. be perfect. As much as I hate to say it, if you would say Kane completes them and that should be a team that should yeah. win the Champions League, really. I mean, obviously PSG as well, but... Kane and Grealish, both great signings. I mean, but I still think central midfield for them, because they're, they're not sure. But I think they kept Roger on the bench on the weekend. It's always Roger mm. on the bench and then Fernandes. I feel like they haven't got that right yet. Don't get me wrong, they've still got great attackers. And I think defensively, if Aki's playing, they're not doing it. I think he's useless. Yeah. He's, yeah, he's, <laughs> 50 million for that. He's not, played, he's not played, is he? And people want to laugh at Ben White, and I'm looking at Aki. And people are forgetting Aki Kos. How, how much was it again? It was 50, expensive. 50, 50, 50. 50. <laughs> yeah. oh, don't, you, don't you think you may be underestimating him? It's early days. No, nah, no. Nah, early I, days in the sense nah, that he's been I, injured and he's not played a lot. I know he's been I, there for a year. I know a played. dead. I know a dead player when I see one, and Aki is dead. I don't care. United wanted that? him as well. You know, there was a chance he was going to go to United before he signed for City, and. I don't know if it was proper official in terms of bids, but I know we were interested in definitely. Obviously, that didn't work out. He went City and was a little bit gutted at the time because I was thinking he'd be good. But he, hadn't that happened, we would not have got Varane. And sure. everything happens for a reason. So us not getting Ake meant that we could get Varane for even cheaper, 34 million, which is crazy money. Okay, it's the Premier League. It's a new league for him. You, you don't know how he's going to adapt. But no one cannot say he's not a world-class defender. So us not getting Ake got us Varane. So I'm buzzing. Yeah, isn't it? Good. Yeah, trust me. What are you saying, Asi? What are we saying about... Oh, God, hate to mention it, being an Arsenal fan. Let's go on to Tottenham. Oh, God. Uh, Tottenham. Uh, <laughs> go on, I suppose. To, to, be, to be fair, OK, so obviously everyone knows the biggest issue with Tottenham currently is Harry Kane and a massive question mark. Mm-hmm. He's that mm-hmm. go-to guy for Tottenham. Um, is he staying? Is he going? He doesn't know. We don't know. No one knows, doesn't it? So... Is that affecting them on the pitch? Well, clearly this weekend we saw that it's not affecting them on the pitch and they delivered. And to be fair, they played an extremely good game. I don't know if they you didn't guys... didn't play? No, no, not Harry Kane. I mean, I mean Tottenham in general. Oh, sorry, sorry my bad. Yeah, yeah. So, um, Tottenham in general played an extremely good game without him. Yeah, definitely. Um, so, I don't, I don't know. Uh, can Tottenham still compete if they sell Kane? And that's the question mark. And the other question mark is, if they say, for example, get 100, 150 million and they spend it on other players, bringing them in, would that make a team, Tottenham's team, better than what it yeah, is? Yeah, a more with... rounded team, isn't it? Yeah. 
Something I, that will compete for I, I some agree with that. I think they will definitely compete. They will have a bigger probability of competing for something rather than keeping Kane and maybe just just never hitting Kane, that Kane, mark. Kane's given, given his best years. He's been loyal. Yeah. They haven't won anything. As much as I hate City, he deserves a big club. He deserves to win trophies. And you know what? Tottenham's record without Kane, I know it's been here and there when he's been injured. It's been very good. I think their record without Kane is really good. They win a lot of games still. And Sonny is obviously a top striker. Mm. That's proven against yeah, he City. Steps up. That's he's going to be missed. Yeah, season. Kane's going to be but, missed, but yeah, I don't think it's going to be as bad as what people say, especially if they invest. If Levy's not tight and he invests the one fifty or a hundred million in maybe two, three good players that you know make Tottenham more rounded. And obviously, they got Nuno as manager. He's a very, very, very good manager. I don't know, man. I think they're going to do well this season, especially if assuming Kane's going and they invest well. I can see Tottenham doing well this season. I think, I think maybe a little bit ahead of Arsenal. I, I know you don't want to hear that, boys. No, no, no. Right. no top six for sure, Tottenham. Guaranteed top six. Yeah. And if you are Tottenham, though, yeah, I, I would look at it and go, do you know what? Let's say City do turn around and say 100 and... Because I think they will agree a deal between 130, 150 mil, yeah? Yeah, yeah, me too. I would say, all right, cool. Yeah, if you if you want to try and get a bit less than that, add Laporte into the deal. Because then for Tottenham, then you're going to have Laporte. Then you would have uh, Romero, who they got from Atlanta, who's a very good defender, by the way. So that sorts their centre-back issue. And you're going to have all that money. Because I think, I think some fans are worried, thinking, rah, like they might do what they did the last time when they had the bell money, remember? And they had that picture of the eight guys, Soldado, Ericsson, Paulinho, mm-hmm. and all of that. And it went wrong. So I feel like they'll spend it more wisely if they sell him. But I think they should. And then Briss build up. Do you think Laporte would go to Tottenham? I feel he still plays. Of, I know he doesn't play because he rotates a lot, doesn't he? It's usually he Diaz. A lot. I think with Stones and Laporte. That's what I'm saying. And it seems like he prefers Diaz because Laporte didn't even, he was on a bench against yeah, um, Diaz. is definitely his number. Diaz and Stones is probably his preferred number. Yeah. Defenders, isn't so it? If I was Diaz, I would look to him. Sorry, not Diaz, uh, Laporte. But I think maybe Laporte's looking at a Spain move, maybe. You know, so I just think hmm. you have players where you can say, all right, cool, you want Kane, add this one. But like, I think Jesus going to Tottenham for money, it just doesn't work. I think Jesus is, as yeah. Hesse would say, Le- dog, his dog. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah, Levy needs to be smart yeah, in this yeah, yeah, get, get a player in. Yeah, Matt, Matt, there is a player in him. There is a player in him. Don't get me wrong. He's not completely dog. Um, but, you know, he, he doesn't fit in Man City at all. No, no. Um, at all. But um, I feel... The, the thing is, people have to understand, yeah, if Tottenham can capitalise and get £130 million, mm. that's good money. You know why? Because a lot of these clubs all over, as we know, um, thank God like we've been a bit blessed with the Premier League in the sense that because of the TV rights and the other lucrative sponsorship deals and stuff, COVID obviously hit everyone, but yeah. the other leagues it hit them more. So you could go out there shopping and get really, really good players for £120, £130 million. Like Nick said, you could pick up three above average players who mm. will help um, Tottenham become an all-rounded team and compete for at least one trophy. I feel like with Tottenham, it's not even about getting the Premier League. Let's be realistic. It's just about winning something. It's been so many years they haven't won anything. Yeah. And their fans want a Top brand four and winning a trophy. Yeah, that's it. Just something small. Carlin Cup, even. Something. They need to win something. And I, I feel like if they do win something and Kane does leave... Every Tottenham fan's going to nod their head and think, you know what? It was worth it. 
That's yeah. my personal. Yeah. No, I agree with you. And I, I just feel the unfortunate thing for Tottenham at the moment is that it reminds me of tennis. And I hate to I'm going to a complete different sport, but where you've got the young ones in tennis that are trying to come up and do their thing, but Djokovic and Nadal were there. So you're you're playing to the top of your ability, but you just can't win nothing mm. because of that. And I feel like Tottenham, they have a great team, but then you've got the Leicesters that are still involved. Like Leicester, where they've come from is ridiculous. Like once they won the league, I said to myself, they're done. And now look. Yeah. Me too. Me too. You thought it was a one in a million, yeah. one in a billion, and, and they weren't going to come yeah, back. But you know what? They've got a great manager thing. though, have not they? They've got a great manager. Oh, fantastic. Arsenal should have got him. Arsenal should have got Rodgers, I'm telling you. Rodgers would have been a perfect fit for Arsenal. Perfect. Well, it's not too late because... Uh... It's not too late. Yeah. It's not too late. Arsenal was still the bigger club. Leicester yeah. are doing well, but Arsenal still got the bigger pull. If Arsenal go for Rodgers, just say it doesn't work out for a I think Rodgers yeah. will go. But then don't you see as well, like you probably see what I see. Like when I look at Leicester and I look at their full team, I look and I go, just when and how did they get all these type of players and turn themselves yeah. into that club? Like we all knew they had Vardy and when they had Vardy, drink water, Kante, whatever. But when they sold them, I thought, they're not recovering from Mara's and Kante again. What are they going to do? Do you know what it is? Do you know what it is, Matt? It's great ownership. Yeah, you're so right. From top to bottom, yeah. the, the fans, name me clubs where fans love their owners. It's rare. It's not happening yeah. at United. It's not happening at Arsenal. It's happening at Leicester. Yeah. Leicester love their owners. Their owners are transparent. Obviously, yeah. you had the tragic incident with the with the father. I can't remember his name. Um, and obviously, that brought them closer together. But the owners have been brilliant. And they've been, the communication has been clear with the fans from mm. top to bottom. And I think that's a huge reason why they've built over the years and not just won the league luckily they're now a top four top five team because of the owners getting the right man in and obviously the transfers the scouts they've done their job they're, they're a proper run football club proper. yeah you're right everything is perfect like they've got a great goalkeeper defence is solid Michael bro you know <laughs> your FPL in my, in my dream team I'm the only one who picked him in the league bro nine points have you? you see what I'm saying but like him Pereira right back um, who's the left back now? Um, what's his name? Luke Thomas, who plays at or Castagna if they need be, you know, mm-hmm. and even midfield. You know what? This isn't this is the biggest one here. Everyone talks about rice, everyone talks about uh, all these DMs. No one talks about Ndidi, man. Do you Ndidi, know how Tillemans as well? This guy is man. Ndidi for me, someone like Arsenal should be going. Do you know what? United yeah. as well. Like he's fantastic. We were for Jacques already. We came oh. in day, literally yesterday, I think it was. Like, come on, seriously. Is Shaka playing left back now? Is he a left wing back now? Is he still midfielder? What's he doing for Arsenal? In terms no, of I don't know. I don't think he knows either. <laughs> <laughs> no one knows. No, but no, back on Leicester, like, I feel like, yeah, that bad, is solid, solid. Like, indeed, he's solid. Up front, I think up front is where it's a bit iffy for them because it's like, when Vardy's not playing, they're a bit blunt because like, Perez... Perez, yeah, Inacho's all... That, I'm not, he's not world-class, I'm not going to say it. He's a good striker. He's a goal scorer, though. He's a, yeah. he's a natural but, but, goal scorer. Now so. Barnes is back as well. I look at that team and I go, don't be surprised if they get top yeah. four again. I think with Europe this season, it's going to be a bit more difficult for them. Now they've got... So I expect them to do well in the Europa League. Yeah. Um, when when a club doesn't... I know they won the league and they... You know, they the season after their Champions League in the league, but mm. I think they struggled a little bit. But I think when you start to play Europe and league... Yeah. The league doesn't go as well. I'm not saying they won't do well, but I don't predict them to finish in the top four just because of the Europa League. And I expect them to do well. I can see them winning it as well, mm-hmm. depending on who drops down from the Champions League. But yeah, Leicester are complete. They're literally a complete team. Soyuncu as well, the Turkish centre-back. Yeah, yeah, he's a perfect good. replacement for Maguire. 
I mean, they've just they've just bought well when they've sold big players. They've bought well, so I think when Vardy does go, they've got a plan in place. I'm not they're not going to just rely on yeah. Nacho. They're going to have someone in place, and because they've replaced other positions really well, mm. I expect them to do the same. Even though Vardy would be a huge miss, he's been a huge Premier League player. Yeah, I expect them to have. They've got the right uh, the right people in charge to make sure that they just go on smoothly. Top top six team consistently going through. They could get top four, but top six definitely. Oh, I'm so envious of that. Like, oh, our owners, a great club, man. A great our club. Owners, I just honestly despise our owners. I read something the other day said about mm-hmm. they haven't actually spent a penny of their own money. Well, same with Man, Man United and the Glazers, bruv. Exactly the yeah. same as the Glazers. God. I heard Arsenal, Arsenal was the only club during this pandemic that actually went, I think it was £20 million profit. No <laughs> other club. Everywhere else, else went. That's actually sick. We're, we're making money. Take that one. Right. Make, make it, where's, where's the money going? I'm hearing 28 Ramsdale. Why am I not hearing 60, 70 mil Madison? Oh. Madison, again, perfect would have fought Arsenal. He, he'd have been one of the main boys at Arsenal. Arsenal, a bigger club. I know Leicester have done well recently, but Arsenal are the big club. Simple as that. Madison, you should have just got him, man. 50, 60 million. It's not that much money, these. Look at Grealish, 100 million. I know Grealish is probably a little bit better than Madison, but I don't, don't think he's 40 million better than Madison. Oh, you know, the similar players, both very good. That's how, should have got Madison. That's how Arsenal operate, which is annoying. And I'm looking at now the transfer, you know what? We've got two weeks left. You're thinking, bro, who is signing? Because no. I think I look at United, like, do you feel like. United need to sign anyone else or they're all good now? I think I think in terms of first team, no. I think you need Trippier depth. would have I been a good... Still, yeah. I think we need, right need back one depth. or two players just to compete you know, in all fronts. We need just a centre... Yeah, yeah, we so need a well. CDM. Fred has mm-hmm. done well and people are... He's going under the radar. The guy's a good player. I'm not saying he's yeah, an MDD. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? But he's... Or Rice even. But he's he's a good player. He's doing well. He's scored. But we and McTominay fills in. He's more of a box-to-box midfielder, not a CDM. But he can play there, and he plays centre back for Scotland, so he's he's got experience at the back. But he, yeah, we need a CDM as as has said. We need a CDM and a right back. We was going to get Trippier. I was my my sources told me Trippier was coming, but we've been outpriced for sixty million euros as release fee because Athletic Madrid don't want him to go. But I know Trippier wants to go to United, so unless something happens from now to the end of the transfer, I can see maybe Trippier coming in. As mm. you know, to keep one uh, Bissaka on his toes, and next summer I see a CDM and definitely a striker company when Cavani does retire in Uruguay yeah. or wherever he goes in South America. But I, think right. I think we're done. We're, we're done in terms of first team. Might get Trippier in, maybe yeah. not. Next summer will be huge for United, though. But I'm, I'm happy. if it stays as it is now, I'm happy. No, I don't blame you. Like I said you're not. We've got Diego United Dallo, great, so great position. Yeah, he's great good. position. I feel Arsenal need to... You know what? Even if Arsenal... I know Trippier wants United or whatever. I feel like even if Arsenal got Trippier, I wouldn't complain. 100%. Mate, he's quality. Left, yeah, right, well, back. Man, set pieces. If you look at he's Arsenal, fit, you don't strong. have great set piece takers. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's the true. The will get a corner and I, 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 never, I never ever believe from a corner or a free kick that we're going to score a goal. Like, into, I'm not even... Not direct. I'm talking, you know, the ball's whipped in for a header. Never Who's your set piece taker? Is it Shaka? I think or... it's Pepe at the moment, isn't it? Pepe, Jacques. What's Pepe saying in terms of set pieces? Is he all right? He's all right, yeah, but I just look at and he just he looks so disinterested sometimes, man. He just he looks like he's been buzzing from the night before, bro. Like just bare like Do you know what with Pepe, I almost used you 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 know you know because I spoke to you about it. I almost picked I picked him as my pre-squad for the FBL because he ended last season on you know what? Fire. I, I, remember, exactly I picked the same. him at last exactly game and he got a hat trick. I, yeah. exactly I took him out because I thought, mm, 
Arsenal no, might not do so well, but I expected him to do well, man. No, nah, you've got to he wait didn't. till he hits that run, man. You just, yeah, he's just, for me, I don't know. He's a, he's a very good player, man. He's a very good player. He, he Hopefully just needs he to come good. good. Hopefully he comes good. But, you know, as you said, United, at least with you, you're happy. For me, as an Arsenal fan, I look at it and I go, we, we've got, <laughs> we've got, no, but bro, we've got two weeks left, right? And we still need four players. And what annoys what do you need? Arsenal? What positions do you need? Okay, I still think we need a backup right back. goalkeeper, 100%. Let's start there. Backup goalkeeper. Well, Ramsdale. Ramsdale's that guy, though. So that's okay, okay. If he comes in, I'm not saying I'm happy about it, but okay, cool. That's a goalkeeper. You spend 28 mil when you didn't need to. Yeah. yeah. Um, right back. Uh, what's his name? Vegan. Sorry, Bellerin. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Kima, <laughs> bro. Kima. That guy's falling out of love with Arsenal, man. He's, He's done. done. He, he was by this morning. He was by Munich. I interested in him. What by Munich? What by Munich? <laughs> that's what I'm reading, bro. He's buzzing. Like him, he can go and. Uh, look, we still got um, uh, Cedric uh, Chambers and Maitland-Niles. For me, I was talking to um, a family member the other day and we were saying, like, why doesn't Ainsley just accept that he's not going to play centre mid and do your right-back thing? Because at right-back, he was sick. Good, yeah? He was yeah. so good. Like, you can't... He, he reminds me of, you know them right... It's like a one bissack in the sense of strong, quick... I'm not saying he's as great a defender, but he did a solid job at right back. And that's all we need. Callum Chambers is not the one, you know. And at least that way, then you'd have Maitland, Tierney, White, and probably Holding, you know, unfortunately. But that's Holding is good, man. But that's a like competent four. And then you go ahead mm. of that and you look and you go, all right, cool. Why do we not get a Basuma or someone alongside Partey that can help him? Because Partey must be looking then. Why am I playing with these lot, these jokers? Last season, he was playing with Ceballos and uh, Odegaard, who, as Hasib knows, we are the same with Odegaard. We don't understand what the hype is. There's a reason <laughs> he left why the club won, the, won La Liga as well, isn't it? He's there's left, a reason why Madrid have given the guy. They've given his number 21 away already to Rodrigo. Yeah. He's not yeah, yeah. that guy we need. All right, cool, he can assist. But every number 10 in the world can assist. I want a number 10 that you know he can pop a goal every now and then. Or he can get the game by scruff his uh, scruff of his like neck. Bruno, like a Bruno, yeah, like a Bruno. Something Bruno like defends. You don't really like you. You guys know obviously about saying a lot of people don't realize the defending that guy does in the ninety fifth minute. Even when you're five one up, the guy is crazy, man. He's he a machine. Hard. He's back. He's forward. He's a he's defensive midfielder. He's a striker. Yeah. He's a winger. Yeah. He's he's a fr- he, he, obviously it's hard to get a pallet. And to think we got him for what is it forty three million? Yeah. My God. Got to be one of the bargains of the day. No, it though. is fantastic signing, but even a lot of money still. But come on, no, it, okay, you Sporting. say a lot of money, but even at Sporting, he did the job as well. So you lot did. That's again great recruitment. But I look at Arsenal, I'm thinking, I don't know what is going on. I don't know where. I know the owners are bad, but beneath the owners, in terms of between Arteta, Edu, and whoever scouts, there is a big problem. Like we're talking about, the, our goalkeeping coach is the one that's recommending Ramsdale. This is the same guy that asked for Runison. And you still trust him to get a goalkeeper. Ramsdale's going to be good, man. He's young. He's, I'm not saying he's, he's not going to be good. I, I'm, I just look yeah. at other clubs and I say, if you want to get to the higher level, Hasib loves that word. <laughs> Who would you've got in? Who would be realistic? Uh, Ajax. What about Going for five minutes. Oh, oh, no, no. The only thing is he doesn't get to play until November. But yeah, someone like that. Why? But I, 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 think, we've, I think Arsenal are trying to model where they're trying to get players in where they can sell for profit in the future, but still get good performances out of them. So they're trying like a Dortmund thing now. I can see that's what they're trying. But 
you need to understand the players are not as good. And Arteta's come here thinking he's got City-type players to play City-type formation and yeah, press him. You're not going to get it. I, I need to ask you boys this question. I know it's early days, but as it stands, just an in or out, mm. Arteta, in or out to both of you? If we are not close to top Recruitment, five by Christmas, I, think... I want him gone. So you've got, you're me, giving him Christmas. What about you, Hasid? <sighs> I'm a bit more lenient. I would say the whole season, because even if someone comes in at Christmas, we're going to be, what, realistically, ninth, eighth, whatever. We're not going to hit the top four anyway. So I'll give him the whole season, but I also want the board to back him and give him the the three, four players that way. You've got to give him the season, man. Ali had the same situation. I know he started well, but stick with him. You give him the money. If he doesn't perform, there's no question mark. He wasn't good enough. That's the reality of it. And the other thing in Arsenal in terms of marketing and stuff like that as well, you got Odegaard, okay, no problem. I think he's on loan with a buy cause 30 million, I think, next season if you want to buy him. But mm-hmm. if Arsenal are so inc- they just they just don't know what they're doing at this present moment in time. What they need to do is just loan a few players in and out those few players, whoever performs really well, offer them the contract. That would be my strategy. So I would personally get Odegaard, which they've already pretty much signed for already. I would get our... You boys happy with that signing? Who, Odegaard? Yeah. Um, I'm not happy with it. I don't think it's rubbish, but I feel like, again, if you want to go back to Arsenal, historical, powerful club, you know, a lot of history, a lot of trophies, etc., then no, he's not a good enough signing. Yeah, That's that. my personal opinion. And then an extra 20 million would have get you possibly got you Madison as well. What's an extra not, 20 million? Not, not even that, million. Though, but even Madison's gone a bit too far. Like me and Hasib were talking about before, you can do Odegaard on loan. Yeah. Uh, they're saying Awa, Awa, as well. 20, get Awa, Awa 20, 25 mil, get Awa. So then you have Odegaard, um, Awa. Then you can say, do you know what? Cool, we've got that now. What are we doing up top? Because I was listening to Ram- uh, Fabrizio yesterday and I think he was saying... Barcelona, that, oh, innit? Um, they were talking um, about yeah, but they were talking Uber. about um, Laka. But for me, I, f- I would rather keep Laka and let Oba go. Oba's done. Oba's finished. I, I think Barcelona won Uber. They've shown interest. I think it was on Sky Sports this morning. Yeah, but even if I'm Barca, Barcelona showing interest. If I'm Barca, I'm looking at him going, "Do I want Oba? No, I don't. Like I look at him at Arsenal now, and I just think to myself, "We gave you this new deal, three hundred and fifty grand a week, and you've yeah, just yeah. you've taken a piss now, man. Crazy, man. Like, Catching as well. You know what? The chances he's missed." Like I look at the big a big striker comes clutch in certain games, yeah. Um, remember the penalty that we had at this was before the contract anyway, but we had at uh, Tottenham. I remember we was was it one one? No, missed it. yeah, I missed it. I he, he missed it, it, he missed it. That yeah. there cost us Champions League football because we were finished behind him by a point. Then there was another game he missed. What did he missed an open goal, the Olympiacos, remember? And Nick, you remember that because you messaged me and took the rinsed me out, bro. Yeah, yeah, that one missed an open <laughs> goal, missed an open goal. There's bro. certain games where you just think, all right, cool, you're not playing your best, but you need to be getting them critical goals. Like, how many times have you watched, I don't know, an Aguero, a Harry Kane, uh, even Cavani? When you're like, yeah, one Cavani last season was a revelation. Insane. We don't have that, and I just feel like with the youngsters we have, it's a Tough time at the you moment. Do, you do have that. I mean, Uber's capable of all of those strikers, but he's just not doing it at the moment. I, ju- I just I know he misses some chances. Not, he's still a brilliant... Honestly, he's still a goal. I think he's still brilliant. I think, you know what, Nick? His focus is somewhere else. I, I feel... Yeah, I strongly I feel with, yeah. that he's yeah. not actually... Since signing that contract, 
in terms of professionalism, it's out the window. Done. Like, done yeah. either, that's I'm disgraceful not when you think he's captain as well of Arsenal. That yeah, is. Yeah. If that's the case, <laughs> disgraceful. You can't on social media listen to drill music. His brother's <laughs> shooting a gun in the air. It's madness. It's actually Bro, madness. Not, not even that. You said the one. You see the one recently. He's driving. He's on his phone and he's rapping. Yeah, yeah. What are you doing with his? Uh, with that car, what is it? The luminous wrap, whatever Wait, it's called. And I, and I saw earlier, there's a video his brother put up earlier where he was swearing on cam. And I'm thinking, these, I don't want that at my club, man. I don't. I don't yeah. care how captain. good. I don't care how Skipper good. Exactly. As well. Exactly. As a captain. Who's the captain at the moment on the pitch? Jacka. <laughs> That's no, I can see that. I can see no, that. No, but, no, as, a, as a stopgap, I can see yeah, that. But yeah, but what upsets me is that you, Tierney, when I'm a captain, I want a captain that is passionate and a great Tierney. example off the pitch. It's Tierney. Yeah. Give it to Mate, when you bought him, when you bought him, going back to that, I was guided. I know at the time Shaw wasn't doing well, and obviously yeah. he had his leg break. Tierney, what a signing for your boys he's been. He, I feel sorry for him because he's come at a difficult time for Arsenal, but he, he is, is a top, great passionate player. defender. Listen, and and hopefully, I feel him he hopefully he doesn't get the injury problems this season as well. Yeah. I want him to do well with you boys. No, I'm great left back. And the thing is, he, I feel sorry for him because he whips the ball in so many times, and I look in there and I There's go, no one there. who the hell's there? But you know what? I heard a link today with... Um, Calvert-Lewin, and as much as people laugh when I say this here... Why would they laugh? I think the guy's quality. I think you he's get that ball into the box in the air, for example, he's unbelievable. No and one can laugh at him, bruv. Look at his goals last season. Was listen, you put him up... You know, 18 in the league? Something like that, anyway. See what I'm saying? so, But I think Arsenal needs to take a chance on these type of strikers, because I feel like... We how much know, would he cost you, though? Ooh. Everton have got money now. Like, uh, it's not going to be a Tammy. It's not going to be a Tammy of thirty million. I think should have gone for Calvert Lewin. If you went 50, and, 60. Yeah, I'd say 60. about fifty mil. Fifty mil, I'd say. I think a bit I'd more. Say, yeah, yeah, minimum fifty, 50 million. Because yeah. Everton are not going to give up their their, their best striker to their yeah, right. Remember, Everton don't need 50. money anyway. Okay, Everton they don't need it. Yeah, exactly. They don't need it. But if you were Cal- okay, I, I might be thinking too far. But if you were Calvin, Arsenal came for you and bidded sixty. Would you want to go Arsenal from Everton? I would. As bad as they are yeah. right now, you still would. London like as well, isn't it? Yeah, 100%. You know, you still He's would. a true scouser, though, isn't he? He's a proper scouser. So that's the thing. That's the thing. You know but I mean? London's London. Yeah. You should have gone for Tammy. I said it before. Tammy, you, people were laughing when you were talking about Tammy before he went to Roma. And I was obviously, you heard what I said. I was like, mate, I can see him. Arsenal would be a good fit, good striker. He knows the league. When he did play that season with Lamps at the start, he was banging in the goals. Yeah, yeah. I think it's... I don't know. You should have gone for him. I think he would have been a really yeah, good But that's Arsenal, though, isn't it? Like, anyone we get yeah. people in the band, so we could go get Madison now and people still find some go, oh, <laughs> are you going to sign someone that got less than less than eight assists in the season? How are you going to sign? We just can never win. Yeah. So yeah. I feel like, we, yeah, I just feel like we've got it all wrong. Like Hesib was trying to say earlier as well, the they're so backwards. Like, everything is backwards. Like, we we as fans, even other fans, know who we it's, need. It's a bit like the company we work for, really. Let's not name the company, it's but <laughs> it's true. It's all backwards. I leave that at this convo, bro. I want this video to stay up, guys. <laughs> yeah. no, the company we work for is incredible and amazing. We amazing, great yeah. service. Yeah. But now, nah, like. But, um, yeah, I feel like yeah, Arsenal need to come good. We've got two weeks left of it, so I try not to get too stressed over. Who's Arsenal got next? Uh, oh, Chelsea, God! <laughs> oh, and you know the worst I'm part is Lukaku's going to be there. Lukaku's you listen to Thomas Tuchel's team news. He goes, 
<laughs> Reese James, Chilwell, Kante, and Lukaku should be back. I'm thinking, oh my goodness gracious. You know what? Chelsea could win it, man. When you name these players, like they are, they, they, they're sounding like Jose Mourinho's Chelsea. They have, like they, they're exactly. just beastly all the way they through. They have everything. Everything. My only concern with Lukaku, though, I feel like, you know, in the Serie A, he had time to hold up the ball, give and run behind. Right. You can't do that. You know my view on you know my view on Lukaku. I mean, it's been a bit controversial in the, yeah. in the group, but obviously being at United, I it, before I say anything about Lukaku, the guy is a scorer. He's brilliant at that. That's yeah. why he's been bought. So I'm not cussing his ability to score goals, <laughs> but he is a donkey, bruv. He's a donkey. <laughs> he was a donkey at United. I watch him a lot. His touch is terrible, mm. and I just I I loved his passion when he played for United. When when other players score, he was so happy, and I noticed yeah. that about him. So he's a team player. He's a goal scorer, but I, I, for me, he's, he's like Bambi on ice. Like his control is poor, which shows that he could be even better than what he is. So I'm praising him. But at United, I didn't like the way he played. I didn't like the way we played with him. That could have been, you know, partly Mourinho as well. But um, he's going to score goals for Chelsea. So it's not something that I'm going to come back in eight months' time and say, oh, I was proven wrong. I know he's going to score goals, man. But I just didn't like watching him play. And his control is awful. And I, I just don't like watching him, man. I feel... And I was, even when he left United, even though we lost some goals, man, I was so happy because he didn't fit Oli's team. But I, just and I think that's that, proven. I feel, but I feel fit. like, I feel like um, United, where he was heavier as well, it didn't help him. He reminded me of, do you remember that other Everton player back in the day, Anitribi? Just big, big. Yeah. They're clumsy, you know, wasn't, yeah. he wasn't that good at the time. But you look at him now, he's trimmed down, quick, looks Yeah, he was, he was that legit up. fat. And then the yeah, second season, yeah, yeah. Like he was muscle fat. But the first season, he was really good for us. I think he's got a, quite a lot of goals and yeah. he was trim. But even then, I didn't like watching him play because I don't like his style and his control. And not to take away a great striker he is, because he is a great striker. He's one of yeah. the best in the world. But I just didn't like watching him play. But you just know Chelsea's going to he's going to score against Arsenal next week. He's going to score against United. You know, you, I mean, you, he's that. He's, you go down. He can win them the league. He can win yeah, them the league. Hundred percent. And you know what? I'm seeing it now, Nick. So it's a set. The goal at Old Trafford. I can see it. Oh no! Hands <laughs> oh, no. You can see him scoring at Old Trafford. Answer the ears. What are you saying? I can't hear nothing. Yeah. What are you telling me? Maybe I'm if back. Mourinho was still there, man. But it's Oli now. But Oli did get rid of him quick. Yeah, uh, and you know what? Towards the end, Lukaku refused to train for United as well. People need to realize, like, as much as he was a good player, he refused to train. We were training. I, I didn't know that. No, I didn't know that. Yeah, it was it was a brief time because we did sell him quick, but he, yeah. he won't come into training, and he wanted to go, and he made that clear, and that's fair enough. I guess Oli said to him, like, you're not. I think it's Oli as well. I'm not blaming Lukaku, but Oli's gone to him. Look, I want to play a certain way. I'm going to let you go. I mean, yeah. he kept Martial. Obviously, Lukaku is the better striker. There's no doubt, but Lukaku plays more Oli's way. But yeah, and um, we, you know what? I don't know if they paid us now, but I told you before they still owe us in Milan. Owed us 43 million for the transfer of Lukaku because what? they just skin. Yeah, they, they owed us 43 million of. Uh, we sold him for about what we paid for him, about 70 odd, I think 75. Yeah. They owed us 43 million, and obviously now Chelsea have bought him. I think we've been paid that. We hope we have. Plus, I think we had a five percent sell-on clause, so we got a bit more. I think. From him going to Chelsea, we've got about 50 million. What we were owed, it's not yeah. something we've got extra, it's what we were owed. But yeah, look, Inter Milan hadn't paid us 43 million for, for over a year, I believe. So him going to Chelsea has actually got us paid. So once again, about that. Smart, smart business by another club. That was Arsenal. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, they've gone and we're not getting anything. 
Right. I'm just no, fed up. No on one's me. picking up the phone. No one's picking up the phone. Come on, lads. It's 37 games to go. Come on. Man, nah, do you know what? As I said, two believe. Weeks, I'm gonna. Do you know for the next two weeks of the transfer, when I'm gonna try and say to myself, do you know what? Let's just see what's gonna happen. But think, as Hasib would say as well, we know this club, man. <laughs> we know how they are. And what Arsenal are going to do, they're going to leave it for the last couple of days and then bid for their players. And then these players are going to, oh, it's too late to replace them. We can't sell them. And they're going to be like, oh, we tried. Like, put in like a £100 million offer for Oblak. Well, we bidded, though. We bidded. We tried. No, you didn't. Oh, no, you didn't. But I've just seen okay, next so two league games. You've you got you... Chelsea and City, man. God willing, if we if we if we can pick up a win against Chelsea, which is going to be tough, we know City we're not going to win. Three points from nine, it's not the best, but it is better than what it would have been. And then you can look if you look at next five fixtures. I think it's like Norwich, Burnley, Brighton. You got Norwich away, Burnley away, Spurs at home, Brighton. Is it Brighton? Brighton away, yeah. Palace at home, Villa at home, Leicester away. You see, yeah, you've, got some, you've got a lot of wins in there. So, a lot of winnable. So, winning against, you know, and, and it's going to sound mad, but we could, if we had decent players, we could maybe pick up a draw at City because it's still early in the season. You don't know. You know, because the fans week, are back as well. In terms of Chelsea, the fans are back. That Gunners are going to be buzzing. Yeah. So, like with Brentford against you guys, I can see you guys beating Chelsea. Honestly. Yeah, no. Nah, I think I it'll be a draw, but I think you, I can see you winning. We'll see what happens no, with that. I man, think but... the heads will go down. It's going to be one of those games, Nick, when they score first, heads are down. Yeah, then the fans will we're, get behind. We're, we're but, basically yeah. thinking, yeah, we're basically thinking, is it going to be a 9 nil or a 7 nil? Man, I can, I can see it now. You know, you, you know when your team's losing? You know when your team's losing and the opposition are passing around and they're like, the fans are like, hey! hey. Yeah, I hate that. Oh, my God. We. Yeah, I absolutely hate that. Oh, my God. But anyway, man, listen, big shout before we go. Let's touch on a little bit of FPL. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Just don't have Champion, king, king for the week. How does it he's, feel? Don't have 18 points. Mate, I swear I helped good. you. I swear I helped you. We, mate, we, we talked to each other before the season. You helped me with Ben Rama. We were both talking about Greenwood. I mean, you know, we're no, no, rivals. No, no, Jokes aside, let's ask him. Credit where it's due. You had a bang. I picked Ben Rama because of you. You, you told me that he had a good preseason. I looked into it. I didn't just pick yeah. him. I saw that he was scoring in preseason, yeah. and I was like, okay, he's only six million. I'm putting yeah. him in. So you definitely helped with Ben Rama. And obviously, you got me ten points. The worst part is but... no twelve points, mate. Or oh, was it twelve with the yeah, bonus? 12. Yeah, the bonus, the bonus, the bonus. And the worst part is with Ben Rama. I put him, and then I was like, I yeah, you Barnes, was. I'm in an argument with him. Barnes, Barnes is gonna have it? a big season. So for me, I'm gonna wait this weekend, see how um because they're playing each other, isn't it? So. I'll see mm-hmm. who plays better there and then I'll decide from there. But yeah, I got 101, so I can't complain. Well, Hasib, what you, you get, got 101. I've got 118. I've got about 86 or something, boys. 87. No, no, the thing is, 86 on any week is sick. It's just that week yeah, when you had no, Bruno you know and what? Salah getting all the goals and assists and captains. Yeah, yeah you know what? I think it's 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 a long season. Isn't it? That's what I realised with a few years of experience in this game. It's a definitely long season. Oh, you're right, I you're tried right. to use a club, like players, hmm. that will do well throughout the whole season, if that makes sense. And I've been looking into the next... My, my tactics were looking to two, three games in advance yeah. and see who could accumulate that's, the most That's the secret. That's the secret. Yeah. So, uh, you know, Matt, help, Matt helped me with that as well. Yeah. And yeah, it's, looking to not, it's to not panic. Like, we're gonna, you're going to have a week sometimes where you think, I'm going to do well. You're going to get 30 points. And it's the moment you make the changes there and you go, I have to change them. The following week, mm. they're going to make you eat your words, man. And then Anything can change, yeah. it, Matt. We know that from experience. Yeah. Remember yeah. the first time I played FPL? Oh, I God. Aguero. 
And what did I get, lad? 90 points of a goal. 90 points, bro. 90 points. But no. We'll see. I want to revisit this combo in like a month, not even a month, like two months' time. Be like, where are we at in the league? Because as I said, I know I'm winning it anyway, but that's just me. No, here we go. You, you're one of the favourites. You've got the experience, and you, you had a really good end of last season. Can we give a little uh, shout out to Bilal, who thinks he's winning the league as well? Yeah, shout out our boy Bilal, man. Uh, this guy yeah. just—he thinks he can dominate every FPO league, and he says he's the best. I'm ba- you know what? I'm back. I'm back in Bilal. Bilal's going to do well. He's my boy. Oh. He's a United fan. Come on, Bilal. You can do it, bro. Me and you, top two. Come on. Oh, you're, not, you're not even going to be there yourself, man. So. Oh, whatever, bro. You know I am. You know I am. Come on. <laughs> nah, but boys, listen. This was... I loved it. Good, great chat. You made me feel yeah, better man, about the season. Got me feeling more positive for the next two weeks. Um, and yeah, let's see how it goes. You know, hopefully we can talk about this in, what, a month or so's time. Be like, yo, listen, yeah. Arsenal have come back, you know. Or it could be the other way around, but we'll see in it. But it, was yes. a, it was a pleasure, boys. I enjoyed it. Boys, I loved it. Thanks As always. Me along. Yeah, now listen, you're welcome anytime again, Hasib, as well. Nice. You want to yeah, let people know whatever, about bro, the channel as well, both of you, before we go? Repeat the channel. You go first, Hasib. Yeah, so my one's Premier League Symptoms. Uh, it's available on Spotify, all the other kind of audio apps available. So, yeah, just tune in. I'll probably upload this one. As for this week, that basically means I don't have much recording to do this week <laughs> in itself. So I'm using this one, recycling it. Um, you go, Nick. Yeah, so Facebook page, it's the Cop versus the Stretford and Banner page. Man United and Liverpool fans, but everyone's welcome. Like I said, we're nearly at 25k, so if you guys can help. And like I said, it doesn't matter who you support, come along. You'll see I'm admin AU, so any post that sign off AU, that's me. So if you want to say something to me as well, you want to give me a bit of stick, that's fine. But yeah, that's the page. Cheers, man. I'm going to get my people sent over to that page to get on your case. That's it. You're going to rinse me now. (laughs) I love it. And listen, obviously, as you guys know, mine is back of the net. Um, as I said, this will be this is gonna be the first episode, and I think this was a great first way. of many. First of many, should we say? But no, a great start to it. And you guys are definitely gonna be part of this going forward. But yes, love boys. Appreciate.